Friday afternoon, this is The Master, that song there, Break My Stride by Unique 2. It is the intro music for the best of The Master, 5am Saturday mornings. Uh, just a collection of the interviews from throughout the week that took our fancy between 5 and 6 here on Hokanui. Jason Pints, weekend sporting host out of News Talk ZB in up north. How's things? Andy, great, thank you. Not getting a lot of sleep, but otherwise okay. Yeah, how are you finding this World Cup over in Qatar? We won't talk about the issues, we'll talk about the football today. As far as a footballing perspective, it's a hell of a tournament so far. Really has been, yeah. We've seen all 32 teams now. The, the final eight teams took to the field, the grass, for the first time this morning. So we've seen everybody once now. There have been some, um, some upsets. We always love upsets. Um, Germany yeah. being beaten by Japan. Argentina going down to Saudi Arabia. And on the other side of the coin, we've seen some of the favourites really flex their muscles. I thought Brazil were good this morning, even though they only beat Serbia 2-0. They were very comfortable. Spain putting seven past Costa Rica. I enjoyed that, given the fact that Costa Rica was a team, of course, that knocked New Zealand out of contention oh, uh, earlier on the I year. I knew you'd say and that, England, yeah. Good old England. Maybe it's coming home, Andy. They beat Iran 6-2 in their first game. So, yeah, there's been a lot to like about the football on display in the first, first week of the tournament. 16 games down. Uh, I make that one quarter of the way through. Spain's looking pretty good so far. And um, like you say, Costa Rica losing. I asked somebody the same question yesterday. They're like, nah, mate, I'd rather be at the World Cup. But all things considered, um, yeah, I thought you might enjoy that result. I did enjoy it, yeah. And, and then you, you're right. You automatically think, OK, how would New Zealand have gone if they were in Costa Rica's shoes, if it was they and not Costa Rica who were facing a rampant Spanish side? Look, I like to think that we would have given a better account of ourselves than Costa Rica did. The stats, and they're only one measure, but um, Spain had 82% of possession. Yeah. Uh, Costa Rica didn't even have a shot. I would have liked to think with the likes of Chris Wood and Eli Just and Marco Stamanich and, and, and others, uh, Ben Wayne even, that New Zealand, if they had played Spain, I don't think that they would have beaten Spain, but I would have liked to have thought that they would have at least put up a bit of a fight and maybe had a couple of shots on goal. So so, yeah, I mean, Costa Rica looked very, very poor to me. And uh, in a group that's also got Germany and Japan, um, I think they may well come home without a point. And maybe if they continue like they did against Spain, maybe even without a goal. England, do you honestly believe they're a good chance? You watched them and last time made the semi-finals. They're starting to punch above their weight and all of a sudden they're expecting fans are getting a little bit more expectant by the week. Yeah, the only thing that would, um, I, I guess, caution me against England is history. Because, as we know, it's been a long time since 1966. And at every major tournament, 1966 is brought up and is a bit of a millstone around the neck of these England players. Uh, they were good against Iran. It's a sample size of one, Andy. It was only Iran yeah. who, you know, themselves were OK. Got a couple of goals themselves, but were never really in the hunt after England got, um, got three quick goals in the first half. What I did like about England was, well, a couple of things. First of all was that they, um, they used a lot of their younger players. And second, the impact they got off the bench when you can bring guys on like Rashford and Foden and Grealish, big, big names in uh, English football, and they're only coming off the bench. And that's a, a demonstration of the depth that Gareth Southgate has. So, look, England will get out of the group fine. They've got the United States tomorrow morning. Uh, to play, and then they'll finish up with Wales. I would imagine they'd win both of those games and go into the round of 16. But at some point, at some point in the knockout rounds, 
something will happen to England, and it's how they respond to that. So, look, I wouldn't be rushing yeah. out to put everything I own on them. Um, I'm just going to enjoy the ride. From a statistical viewpoint, Cristiano Ronaldo scoring in his fifth consecutive World Cup for Portugal this morning. That's a pretty good achievement. Yeah, amazing. I mean, he's basically, as we all know, been one of the best players in the world for quite some time. Um, but that speaks to his longevity as well. Even to go to five World Cups, Andy, you know, let alone score in five of them. A lot of players never go to one. Yeah. And some players, you know, they, they go to one and that's it. But to go to five... And then to score, I mean, he's always had a good scoring record, I think, 118 goals for Portugal now. So you'd have to think that, you know, if he gets four or five games at a World Cup, he's likely to score in one of them. But like I say, you know, to avoid injury, to avoid, uh, you know, a, a drop in form, um, for Portugal to make five straight World Cups, which isn't always easy mm. when you have to qualify through Europe, it's quite the achievement. So, yep, um, another another um, achievement for Cristiano Ronaldo. He is, he is though, to my knowledge, the only player at this World Cup who doesn't have a, cu a club currently. So, yeah. so I'm sure they'll sort that out once it's all, all done. But as we know, he's, um, he's parted ways with Manchester United. So where he pops up next, I guess, is anybody's guess. Just finally, Piney Martin Gupta, have we seen the last of him as a black cat, knowing that he's been released from New Zealand cricket contracts? I hope not. I, I hope not is the answer. I mean, it's a similar situation to Trent Bolt. And that Bolt hasn't uh, hasn't taken up a contract either, but is still available for New Zealand. Uh, Colin de Gronholm the same, although I think he's a bit of a different kettle of fish. Uh, CDG, I don't think you'll see him again. But Guptill for me is still uh, one of our best white ball batters, particularly in 50 over cricket. There's a 50 over World Cup next year in India. I think it would be a real um, a, a really fitting swan song for Martin Guptill to be included in that squad. He might not play every game, but um, but for me. Uh, he's got the numbers and the experience and the all-round ability when you add his fielding into the equation uh, that he deserves a place in our best 15 for a one-day international World Cup. Obviously, the uh, selectors have said they'll give preference to those players who are centrally contracted, so that makes it difficult perhaps for, for Martin Guptill. But to answer your question in a very long-winded fashion, uh, no, I don't think it is the last that we've seen of Martin Guptill in the Black Caps. Because Finn Allen's still unproven. Yes, he's got potential, but that flash-in-the-pan first innings in the T20 World Cup against Aussie, he needs to replicate that. I think he's finding his way in 50-over cricket. T20, it's pretty obvious. He goes out there and goes from ball one. 50-over yeah. cricket is very different. And while he has been successful in, that, in, the, in the longer form of the white ball game for Wellington and on occasion for New Zealand, you're right, he's unproven. And even if it is to be Finn Allen moving forward, then who better to, to help mentor him within a New Zealand environment than Martin Guptill? He's got so much experience, so much knowledge, seems keen to pass that on to anybody in the team environment. So, again, there's another you know, reason to have Martin Guptill around rather than just let him drift off into the ether after 15 years of top service to the, to the Black Caps and to lose all of that experience that can be passed on to Finn Allen and others who are, who are in charge of opening the batting for New Zealand. Jason Pine, weekend sports host, News Talk ZB. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, Andy. Have a great weekend, mate. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud. Because life on the land can be a laughing matter. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud. Brought to us by Livestock Supplies. I saw two blind guys fighting. Should have seen the look on their faces when I said, my money's on the one with the knife. This is the muster over and done with for another week. Thank you very much for your company. Have a great weekend. Get off farm. Go and do something for a couple of hours if you get the chance. And we'll catch you on Monday from 1 o'clock here on Hokanui.
Have a great weekend, Southland.